Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside, she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hey friends, I'm Mackenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. Today we are talking about giving thanks. I know next week is Thanksgiving holiday for those of us in the United States, but it probably looks a lot different this year for many of us. Maybe you don't usually get together with extended family, so that's not a huge shift, but even so, this year probably looks different. There's not going to be big Friendsgiving celebrations or front front yard football with all the neighborhood kids or parades or so many of the things that we maybe have associated with our Thanksgivings in the past. So today we're talking about what it looks like to give thanks, even on a 2020 type Thanksgiving, because being thankful really does change us. It may not change our circumstances, but it changes our hearts. And thanking God reminds us that our circumstances are not the most important thing and that relying on our circumstances for our happiness will never really lead us to joy. I actually just want to start today by sharing just a short little story from a book that I really love. It's called The Hiding Place by Corey Ten Boom. And if you aren't familiar at all with the story, just in a nutshell, Corrie Ten Boom lived in Holland during World War II and her family hid Jews and helped them escape from the Nazis, but eventually they got caught. And Corrie and her sister Betsy ended up in this German prison camp. When they first arrived, they were taken to their barracks, which was just this large room jammed full of bunks, three levels high and covered in like rancid, rotting straw. There's barely room to walk between the rows of bunks, and if you were laying down in your bunk, you couldn't even sit all the way up without hitting your head on the bunk above you. So the first day in this barracks, the sisters discovered that on top of everything else, the place was completely infested with fleas. And Corey wondered aloud how they could possibly live in a place like that. And her sister, Betsy, immediately started praying and asking God to show them how, to show them how they could manage to live there. And then Betsy told Corey that God had already given them the answer. The sisters had managed to smuggle a small Bible with them into the prison camp. And that morning, they had read together in 1 Thessalonians. So Betsy reminded Corey of the verses they had read that morning. Um, this is from 1 Thessalonians 14 through 18. Encourage the disheartened, help the weak, be patient with everyone, 
Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So Betsy told Corey that what they needed was to give thanks, even in these horrible circumstances. Give thanks in all circumstances. So Betsy started praying and thanking God. She thanked God that at least the sisters were together, and Corey agreed with her. She thanked God that they had managed to smuggle in this Bible so that they could read God's word every day and have hope, and Corey agreed with her. Betsy thanked God that they were in this barracks that was so crowded because that meant that more and more of the women around them would be able to hear God's word being read and they could pray together, and Corey agreed. Finally, Betsy thanked God for the fleece, and Corey stopped her right there and said, Betsy, there is no way that even God can make me grateful for a flea. A few weeks into their time there, Betsy was assigned to sit in the barracks and knit socks instead of working outside because she was in really poor health. She was able to finish her knitting in the morning, and then she could walk around the barracks, reading the Bible, talking, praying with other women in their barracks. And they noticed that the guards outside the barracks never really entered, so it was kind of like a safe zone. She was able to talk with these other women about Jesus. They could read the Bible without getting caught. They weren't supposed to have a Bible in this prison camp. And one evening, when Corey came back to the barracks from working outside, Betsy told her a story about how the women knitting in the barracks had asked their supervisor to come in and answer some question for them about sock sizes or something. And the supervisor, just like the guards, refused to enter. And then Betsy told Corey why. She said it was because of the fleas. The place is crawling with fleas, the guards and the supervisor had said. And that was why they refused to come in. So Betsy pointed out to her sister that the very reason they had so much freedom to pray and to read the Bible in the barracks without being discovered by the guards was because of the dreaded fleas that Betsy had thanked God for on their first day there, not knowing how the fleas could actually be something to be thankful for. It's been years since I read this book, The Hiding Place, but that story has just stuck in my head and in my heart. This year, this 2020 year, has been hard for so many of us in so many different ways. It's been a year full of changes, challenges, tragedy, tears, frustrations, disappointments. But wherever you are, whatever your 2020 has looked like, I just want to challenge all of us, even this year, to give thanks in all circumstances. This does not mean that we have to like the hard things from this year or be happy that they happened. Sure, that Corey and Betsy Tinboom weren't just like feeling thrilled every time they woke up covered in flea bites, right? But they shifted their perspective through gratitude to see how God could use even the miserable, awful flea infestation for their good. There have been a lot of fleas this year, right? Things that have made us think, how can we live in this? How can we deal with this? What are your fleas of 2020? I just want to challenge us all to look back over the year and really take some time to look at things that have felt deeply disappointing or maybe annoying, like little flea bites all over your plans for this year, all over your expectations, your dreams, your hopes. 
can you see the ways that God has used even those things for your good? I think sometimes we need to ask God to open our eyes to see the difficult things that were not good in and of themselves, but that he has used for our good. Like living in a flea-infested barracks was not good for Corey and Betsy Tinboom by itself. Living in a place full of fleas is not good. But having the chance to pray and read the Bible without interference from the prison guards was a huge blessing in that it was life-changing for so many of these women living in these horrible conditions. They had hope. They had light even in the midst of all of this. So today's practical challenge is to practice this, giving thanks in all circumstances this year. So I just want to kind of invite all of us to sit down with a journal or just a piece of paper if you don't journal and just write down some of the things that have been hard, challenging, difficult, frustrating, disappointing, you name it, and ask God to open our eyes to how he has used those things, hard, bad though they are, how he has used them for our good, and then to spend some time thanking him for the ways that he has cared for us, even through this year. I don't even know what adjective to put there. Crazy. It's crazy here. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't even know the right adjective to describe this year. Maybe for you, it has been that the quote-unquote fleas of dealing with remote learning for your kids have helped you to grow in patience, helped you grow closer to your kids, or maybe just helped you be more grateful for their teachers. Maybe having a change, a decrease in income, unstable income has left you feeling insecure and reminded you that we are all dependent on God. We may think we have control, we've got this, we can take care of ourselves, but the challenges of this year have reminded all of us how much we need him. Maybe your fleas this year have been the constant disruption and changes to your plans. I love planning. I love knowing how my day will go, how my week will go, what's on the calendar later in the month. And one of the biggest fleas, I think, for me this year has been the unpredictability of any of our plans. I still don't like it, but I'm learning to be thankful for how God is using this feeling of like having the rug ripped out from under us over and over to teach me flexibility, to teach me how to ask him what he wants for my day, not just charge into the day with all of my plans and expect things to go just the way I want. Whatever it looks like for you, whatever your fleas have been, I just want to challenge us all to set aside a little bit of time to give thanks in all circumstances this year and to find joy in noticing the ways that God has provided for us, even through this crazy year that we have had. Next week, the week of Thanksgiving, I'll be taking a week off, so there won't be a new episode then, but I'll be right back the following week. I hope you all are able to enjoy a Thanksgiving week, hopefully a wonderful Thanksgiving week, even though it might look very different this year from other years. And I hope that this episode has encouraged and inspired you to find ways to give thanks in all circumstances. Thanks for listening today, friends. I hope this episode encouraged and inspired you. If it did, I'd love it if you would leave a rating and review. 
Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on future episodes. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at practicallyjoyfulmom, or you can send me an email at practicallyjoyfulmom at gmail.com. So glad we got to share this time together today. Thanks for choosing joy with me, friends.